What's up, everybody? Back to the best of 2020 review. Let's start off with having a successful mindset. If you are obsessively thinking negatively, subconsciously maybe, you don't even know that you're thinking negatively. You have to become aware and start paying attention to notice these kinds of things sometimes. Maybe there's other reasons why you can't get to success. Maybe you just have some shitty habits. Well, there's some good stuff in this episode, so listen up, take some notes, and get a more successful mindset, folks. Let's go over some different things today. Let's talk about some different possibilities of what success could be and how we can achieve it. Basically, here's one thing that you can think about to start out with is you get out of life what you believe you deserve. Do you believe you deserve something great? Do you believe you're a loser? Do you believe you're worthless? You're a scum-sucking, bottom-of-the-heap maggot that deserves nothing in life. Nothing is ever good going to come to you. Do you talk shit to yourself all the time? Like, I catch myself doing this, saying the most horrible possible things that I could say to myself. I would never say these things to other people. You drop something. Oh, you fucking idiot. You damn moron. You can't ever do anything right, you fucking idiot. And you think something like that happens. Okay. Would you say that to a friend, to a family member? Maybe you would, but I wouldn't. And most decent people They definitely would not do this. So there's a problem here when you have a consistent way of thinking or talking to yourself this way, either subliminally. uh, I doubt many of you talk out loud. It it can happen, though. Like I said, in the moment, hey, you drop something. (laughs) And uh, it's in the kitchen. You're cooking. uh, Something splatters all over the place. You know, fuck, you're cooking. You got the olive oil out. You're about to uh, put it in the pan. You drop it. Shit goes all over your shoes, the floor. Fuck! Motherfucker! You fucking idiot. You fucking moron. Goddamn son of a bitch. You start breaking shit, whatever. You lose it. This shit happens. Let's think about how to talk to ourselves in a different manner, in a way that is positive. Like, There are so many different forms of doing this, but subliminally, what you think about yourself comes out sometimes when you least expect it. And can you retrain that subliminal thought pattern in your mind? Can you somehow change the way that you think about yourself through actions, through doing something different every single day to sway this? Well, obviously you can, because plenty of people have done it. One thing you could start doing is try to automatically make yourself laugh instead of cutting yourself down. Hey, it's a hell of a lot better way of dealing with the situation. Laugh it off. Try and think things happen for you, not to you. It's a reframe. The context of the situation. So maybe let's go back to the olive oil that spilled all over the floor. Well, look at the floor. Has it been a while since it's been cleaned? Is there hair, crumbs, all sorts of nasty stuff? Maybe another spill you missed a while back you didn't clean up. This is a good reason to go ahead and clean up what you just did and knock out the other stuff on the floor. And maybe give your shoes a shine. Um... So that's another way to look at it. Um, There's ways to turn these things into positive context is what I'm pitching at you is don't always look at things in a negative form. And another thing we can do, lots of people have heard of this and it's kind of woo woo is the positive affirmation. There's so many people you can look up on doing positive affirmations with yourself. I'm not a big person on doing this, uh, but you will find 
There are some people that have had highly successful habits changed in their life from doing positive affirmations. Maybe you don't even love yourself. Maybe you just hate yourself. You dislike yourself. Start with saying, I love you. In the mirror, look at yourself and can you say, I love you? Can you do it for a minute each day? Can you just simply look at yourself for a minute in the mirror and say, I love you? Maybe with your clothes off even, learn to accept the fact that you've got some saddlebags, love handles, uh, you think your face is fugly, uh, you got some crooked teeth, uh, cross-eyed, um, your hairline's receding, whatever it may be. You got a lopsided um, titty if you're a girl, one's way bigger than the other. <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, I don't have to go through all the gruesome things that may be wrong with you because the real bottom of the line reality of this is we all have something wrong with us you need to erase expectations of perfection we are all so flawed you can change you can get better but there is no such thing as perfection some people have this drilled into their brain so hard perfection it, it makes them strive for it. It makes them somehow think they can achieve it when there's no way to. Failure is a part of life. It's something we have to accept in actions and in simply who we are. There's, there's no perfection in any human being. So be okay with who you are as a human being. Learn to love yourself. That's a big step. Are you attached to concern about what other people think of you? That's like learned helplessness. Rejection actually is progress. If somebody rejects you, it can be a great thing. It's a learning experience. How many rejections does it take to get to the one that gets you what you want? Like in sales. Most people know, if I'm a guy knocking doors selling products, I'll probably have to knock 10 doors before one person will not slam the door in my set face and tell me to fuck off, get off the property, and actually just listen to me. Then I can have the opportunity to talk and possibly sell to them. But there's many failures that come before you will ever reach that one person that says, hey, yeah, go ahead, uh, tell me what you got there, son. Let's hear it. There's one person out of that 10 that listens to you. Maybe it's two or three out of 50 that buy it. So what? What if what you're selling, two or three of those people, is making you thousands of dollars with the product you're selling? That's where you have to de develop thicker skin and go, I am not going to be attached to what other people think about me. Learn to love yourself and be okay with failure. There is a uh, experiment out there. Uh, I think it's called the 100 Days of Rejection that a guy did where he literally set up a challenge for every single day for this 100 days and he did something different every single day to get a rejection from somebody. Now, that's kind of hardcore, but if you really want to learn how to develop thick skin and empower yourself with lots of confidence, maybe this is what you should be doing. Let's take another example here. Like, look at a baseball player that we consider successful. A 300 batting average in baseball is considered really good. For those that are sports fans, you understand this. For those of you that are not, you don't have a fucking clue what I'm talking about. A 300 batting average? What the fuck is that? Say you take a 1,000 pitches and you only hit 300 of them. That gives you a 300 batting average. And this is considered some of the best elite players in the baseball league. That means they missed 
700 fucking pitches. Come on, man. Do you see? There's lots of failure there that leads to being a great baseball player. There is lots of failure that is linked to becoming great at whatever your pursuit is. No matter what it is, go fail. Enjoy it. You probably won't at first, but face it. Go up against it. Learn how to become that batter that took a thousand fucking swings and hit 300 of the pitches. Right on. Upon assuming a challenge like this, the main thing daunting in everybody's mind is what are other people thinking about me? People with high anxiety, which I have experienced throughout most of my life. I don't know if it's genetic. I don't know what the deal is with it. I can't explain. Some people have PTSD. They experience uh, post-traumatic stress disorder from some really shocking event. Something major happens. Some people, it's this low-level lurking anxiety that's always there waiting to fuck you in the ass. You know what I mean. But anyways, I'm just, it, it's there. It's like this evil little piece of shit whispering in your ear. It's like the fucking devil in your mind always telling you that person's looking at you. They think you're a piece of shit. You fucking stink. That girl would never go out with you. Look how fucking ugly you are, you cocksucker. This kind of stuff is what's going on in the head of people that are really anxious. They have that voice. So just remember this. It's a key point. Other people aren't thinking about you. They're thinking about their self. In general, this is the truth. As much as you are worried about what everybody thinks about you, that's what the person next to you is thinking and all the other people around you. They are thinking about their self and have less concern for you than you could ever possibly imagine. So, stop worrying so much about what these people are thinking about you. Seriously, since we're kind of hovering around this topic, you will always be unhappy if you are worried about people-pleasing. That goes hand-in-hand with worrying about what people think about you. Please yourself, please your God, please your family. I mean, if you don't believe in God, the universe, whatever higher power that you believe is out there, please your kids, please somebody that you love. That's who you need to please. Above all, I say please yourself. Um, Not in a, a way that is totally narcissistic and is basically with your middle finger up to the world and not caring about anybody else. Of course, love your fellow neighbor and human being and people out um, when you're going doing your daily activities. Love your fellow man. Love your fellow woman. Let me be politically correct. Love everybody, whatever they are. I don't know all the different titles for the different sexes, non-binary, blah, blah, blah these days because that's gotten so freaking complicated. So just love everybody. Um, But please yourself. Stop worrying about pleasing other people. You can only receive what you will accept with your mind. If your mind says that you're a loser, you will receive that. If your mind says you're a winner, you will receive that. It's like your thoughts are magnets. Be a dreamer. Have visions. Don't be a scarcity thinker. Try to be an abundance thinker. Think the best of everything. Think things will go your way. It's a change of your thought pattern. And your subconscious can be hardwired to repeat the same patterns over and over again of being negative. It's a hard one to break. 
But through being persistent and conscious of this, you can change these thought patterns. Your subconscious is always trying to validate whatever it is you believe, the good or the bad. It looks for it everywhere all the time without your awareness. Keep the the most positive possible thing on your mind, not the most negative thing on your mind. Because expectations, again, are like magnets. What you expect, you will bring to yourself. Your brain has a portion of it called the reticular activating system, RAS. That is a function of your subconscious mind, and it filters out relevant and important information to you. That's what you don't want to be fed negativity. Now, the reticular activating system, we've all recognized it before. Like Tony Robbins at his, uh, pardon me, at his um, get-togethers that he has, Tony Robbins will ask everybody, look for the color red. Look all around you, find the color red, find the color red, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, he gives them about 30 seconds. Everybody picks out all the things that are colored red. Close your eyes. Now tell me what is brown in the room. Well, nobody can tell anything brown or green or any other color, but they can tell you everything that's red because it's what they were looking for. And you've noticed this before. I promise you, like if you've bought a car, like say you went out and bought a nice red Corvette. You may not have seen them all around town. You may have had your eyeball out for one, but then all of a sudden you're going to start noticing red Corvettes everywhere. Why? Because you're looking for it. Now that you have it, that's all you're looking for. It's it's on your mind. Or maybe it's before you even buy it. You start noticing them on the road everywhere. There's little ways where you have experienced this before, but you just didn't realize that's your reticular activating system at work. So I was talking to you a lot about exposure. Exposure and experience always will trump knowledge. Exposure and experience will always trump knowledge. Now, how exactly can I put that more clearly for you let's say you do stock market trading you get into it little by little with some exposure and some experience making little small trades here and there you learn a little bit you get to where you network with certain people you learn some more you get some more exposure and some more experience you try and make some more trades you learn more about the S&P and this and that and um, before you know it A year from now, you're a virtuoso. You've delved into it so far that you're making strides in it. You've turned into an expert of sorts from the exposure and the experience. We've all heard of the 10,000-hour rule, right? That's how you make an expert. can't remember the man that um, did this research, but 10,000 hours to expertise in anything. Exposure and experience always trump knowledge. Okay, so you can read about the stock market over and over again. You could read every damn book possibly out there, but still application. It's not just about what you know. It's exposure and it's experience. Now, this is something that you've got to learn by doing. It takes action. So don't just kick back and relax. Expose yourself to things and experience things that you want. If you want to gain knowledge, if you want to get better, if you're trying to make moves in that direction, don't just read or listen to people on podcasts. Take their knowledge, but then use it. Action. Come on, man. Get off your ass and do something about it. Don't just learn about it. It's great to get the knowledge, but take it and use it, man. 
This is one of the biggest problems ever is people don't use the knowledge. Have you ever seen these self-help junkies that just read book after book, listen to podcast after podcast? You know, they go to every damn seminar that comes into town, but they're still losers. They never do anything. It's because they're scared. They're chicken shit. They don't move. I know it sucks. You don't want to be called a chicken shit. You don't want to think that you don't have the nerve. But I'm trying to tell you, it's about getting the nerve. It's about making the move. It's about taking that chance and getting off your ass. And little by little, put yourself out there and do it. Start small. Move your way up. There's graduations. It's little by little. We got to stop making excuses. Excuses fucking suck, man. Nobody wants to hear them. Nobody wants to hear your excuses. Things are never going to go my way. Everything always fucking goes wrong. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that shit. Be your biggest fan, man. Get aggressive. Just quit making excuses. Don't wait to win. Start now. Start moving forward step by step, incrementally towards whatever the goal is. What have you been studying on? What have you been learning about? Start getting out there and putting action into moving towards that thing. Another thing now, don't think of your life as a battle, as a struggle. This is like that negative mindset, that that subconscious negativity that lurks. It's always there when you say, well, I'm just fighting the good fight. Or it's another day, another dollar. You know, you've heard people saying this shit at work or to, to their buddies. You'll constantly manifest more of these battles. You've got to start thinking different. Okay, so what does it take? Set your goals, man. You want to get rich? You want to lose weight? That's not a goal. Be specific. I want to make $30,000 in the next six months. Or I will make $1 million in two years. I will lose 30 pounds in the next three months. These are very, very specific. If you're not specific, then you really can't have a target to aim for. Don't be vague. Be very specific. Your mind goes to work when you define it. Write your goals out. Read them out loud to yourself. Not with other people around. I'm sure you've got some places private where you don't have to look like a retard standing around reading to yourself imagine as if you have them use your subconscious imagine is it that hard to see try use your imagination for good instead of always imagining the worst goals need to have reasons emotions to get you inspired. I mean, you got to look at it. If your goal doesn't have emotion, how's it going to get you in motion? You see that? Motion is in the word emotion. So get your goal set that has some emotional feeling to it for you personally. And that will cause you to get in motion or it will be a lot easier to get into motion. If you have a defined goal, review it every day. Next, plan. How am I going to achieve that goal? Write that out in details. In the next three months, in the next six months, in the next year, in the next whatever it is, this goal you've decided is that you're going to achieve micro down what the steps are come up with why you're doing it why is infinitely more powerful than how so think about that why are you going to do this 
Not not just the how am I going to do it? Why am I going to do this? Goals are are like promises. They're like commitments. And that's a big deal to make a commitment. And real decisions are proved by action, by immediate action. Okay, so now we just got to start coming up with some kind of habits here. Because we're talking about all sorts of life-changing stuff. So I don't know where this study came from, but life is supposedly 40% of habits that you do every day. Actions that you do without even thinking about it. It's just automatic. Like I wake up, I take a piss, I brush my teeth, I get in the shower, I wash my hair, I take out the garbage, I get in the car, I drive to work, I get in the box, I do my work, I'm on the computer, I leave the box, get back in the box and drive home to the big box and then I get dinner and blah, 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 blah. It's just habit after habit. So I could definitely see this 40% number being realistic. It's just habitual habits that you have not really thought about, but have turned into your daily rituals. It's, 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 it's you now. So create new habits. Habits can be powerful or they can be destructive. So think about that. Break bad habits, start new healthy habits that are going to propel you into a better future towards goals that you want to achieve. So you're not stagnant, staying in the same place, rotting. So let's talk a little bit about identity. Your identity is the belief about yourself that governs where you stay in your life. It's like a thermostat. If your thermostat is set at 70, that's pretty comfortable. You won't exceed it. You won't drop below it. Isn't that what a thermostat does? It monitors. It makes it where the temperature doesn't go above or below too much. It just it's going to stay right there. So that's what your identity can be like, a thermostat. Say your temperature drops. You're going to find a way to heat it back up to where you're comfortable. You know, so if, if say, uh, you put on 10 pounds, well, your thermostat says that you're a guy that's 10 pounds less. You're probably vigorously going to make an attempt to get back into that comfortable zone where your thermostat says you are supposed to be 10 pounds less. So you make $10,000 more a month what your subconscious is going to try to do is deregulate you back down from that 10,000 and cool you off cuz you're getting hot man you're you're getting up you're going around 80 or 90 degrees your thermostat doesn't want you making all that extra money your identity thermostat believes you are a 70 degree kind of guy so you need to get away from that $10,000 back where you're comfortable you'll sabotage yourself simply from your subconscious being like this Your subconscious view of your identity wants to bring you back down to a comfortable, non-challenging spot of who you believe you really are. Gotta change that identity. Who you really believe you are. One simple way to increase your identity is by osmosis. Simply associating with people who run at a higher temperature. More successful people, people who are doing things physically more challenging in a better way, have a better body, a better diet than you do. People that are accelerated in the business world, doing things, movers, shakers, they're making money, they're meeting lots of people, they network and roll with the highest people. Those are the kind of folks maybe you need to start associating with. Maybe you just want to be more happy in life. Start associating with people that have a more positive outlook. Get away from the gloom and doom people. Remember, who you associate with will define who you are. Show me the five people that you associate the closest with, and I can definitely figure out what kind of person you are. Who are the five 
closest people in your life. What is their personality and their identity like? It rubs off on you. All right, so let's talk about another powerful thing. Gratitude. How about being thankful, being happy that I have a roof over my head, that I am in a temperature-controlled environment that is comfortable, that I have enough food to eat. I'm not starving to death. I mean, there's so many ways you can look at your life and be grateful. Maybe you have a freaking awesome husband or an awesome wife, beautiful, wonderful children. Maybe you have a great job. Maybe you do what you love for a a living. There can be so many things you're grateful for. One thing you can do is journal. Lots of very influential, successful people journal every day, either in the morning or in the evening. If you start journaling about gratitude, what are you thankful for on a daily basis? Then again, the reticular activating system comes into effect. You start looking for more and more things to be grateful for because you do this on a daily basis. It rubs off on your subconscious. Then your subconscious starts looking in the outside world for things to be grateful for. You have a more positive outlook. You're a happier person. You laugh more. You're better to be around. You attract people to you that are good people, solid people, not scum of the earth, people that are bitching and whining, moaning and groaning and not ever doing anything to make themselves better. They're just looking for company because misery loves company. They would love to drag you down in their hole with them. Be grateful. Be happy. Journal this on a daily basis. Morning or evening, write down what you're grateful for. Start imprinting into your subconscious by doing this on a regular basis, and you'll start looking for it. It's a great tip. Think about these things, man. Now just get dirty and do the work. Motion. Emotion has motion in it. Okay, and I've learned lots of this stuff from influential people. Um, The majority of this stuff is from Ed Milet and Tony Robbins. All right, so now you have a more successful mindset. You have to after listening to that. And now you want to do something with that successful mindset that you have been indoctrinated with. How about a new side hustle, making some more money? Hmm? Maybe you want to even start your own business. Well, up and coming is all the information you need to put together with that successful mindset and starting your own business or side hustle. (laughs) Listen up. With the latest problems that we've been having due to this virus going around, lots of people have lost their jobs, lost their stability, their way of life as they know it. And now you're hurting. You're hurting bad. Maybe you just need work. Maybe you don't even have any work to be bitching about. And then others of you have a job you hate. You hate your boss. You hate where you work. You want to kill everybody. You fucking just need something new. You just want something with some passion to come into your life. Something that you actually have some emotional content in. You feel it. You just want to do it when you wake up every day. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Okay, so there's different reasons to either get a new job or start your own business, um, start a side hustle, something on the side of a job you already have. There's lots of these different things we can go over. I'm going to hit every single area I can think of so you guys have the maximum possible ability to pick and choose whatever is going to suit you the best. Let's start out with working as a remote virtual assistant. Have you ever heard of this or thought about this? Well, I found some very cool ways to do virtual assistant work in all sorts of different facets that you may not have ever thought of. So I'm going to share them with you now, motherfucker. Listen up. Number one is a company called Belay. 
spelled B-E-L-A-Y. I don't remember if it's belay.com or belay.net. Just type it into Google. Google will find belay for you. B-E-L-A-Y. All right, this company is a specialist for virtual assistants, bookkeepers, web specialists of all sorts, social media strategists. So if you're good on the computer doing anything from accounting to web design or whatever it might be, and you're out of a job or you just want a new job, you can work from the comfort of your own home. Get on Belay and check them out. This could be a completely new strategy for you to sit on your ass at the house and do whatever you want in between working for somebody else. You could be sitting at home in your dirty underwear, scratching your nuts, and nobody knows it. That's awesome. Okay, there's another company like Belay, except they're called Upwork. Just like it sounds here, it's U-P-W-O-R-K. And I don't have the website for it handy, too. Same thing, do... Um, it's a remote work specialist, so Upwork, put it into Google, big website, all about getting people jobs. You should be able to find what you're looking for. Just do a search for it, Upwork. They want to get pre-vetted talent for their company to supply companies with long-term employees or short-term contracts and more in... Coding, can you code? Any kind of coding. Copywriting. Customer service of all sorts. Game development. Do you know how to write games, make games, um, create uh, characters in uh, virtual reality or in 3D software programs? Graphic design. Um, creating software, writing software, audio video editing like uh, somebody would do for like a podcast like this. <laughs> Development and engineering, web designing, and hell, there was a whole lot more. They had uh, more openings for different kinds of talent than I saw on Belay, actually. So consider both these, Belay and Upwork for remote work specialists. That way you can work at home doing something Possibly that you love, but if it's not something you love, it's something that you already have skill in. You've spent many years and put lots of time, effort, and energy maybe into a college degree or just something that you have a portfolio in and you have a background working in these areas already and you can go to these places, get you a job, hanging out at your house, probably making as good a money as you're making or better and you you get to be in comfort. You get to chill at the house, and you don't have a boss looking over your shoulder while you're picking your nose or, you know, texting your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is in between doing some work. You, that's just, it drives you insane at some jobs. Some bosses and some supervisors literally make you want to turn into an axe murderer and chop their fucking heads off. Some bosses are just like bad cops that get that infusion of power and they go off on a trip and just want to make everybody's life hell so they can feel powerful. I fucking hate people like that. I shouldn't say hate. I'm, I'm not a hater. I just very strongly dislike and wish their life would vanish kind of feeling. That's that's what I've got going on. Um, okay, so let's move on to next. So you say... I'm not looking to work remote. I'd like to work somewhere locally, though, in my neighborhood, around me, anything. I just need work. I need to do something, or I need work on the side, just some extra scratch, a little bit of extra money. You know, that's all. Just give me something, Jay. Well, here you go. Task Rabbit. T-A-S-K Rabbit, spell it R-A-B-B-I-T, TaskRabbit. Oh, pardon me. So TaskRabbit, okay? They do local work. That's what they are. Not remote work like the other two companies. Local work specialists. We're talking doing delivery. Could be anything. Help moving somebody out of their house or into a new house. Home repairs. Furniture, furniture assembly. Like somebody buys a new Ikea desk and they want you to come over and assemble the shit. Pet sitting. 
<laughs> That's easy. Research. Um, research like uh, I do on this podcast. Um, like for this episode. Uh, office administration of all sorts. Writing and editing. Very cool. Web design. Home repairs. A personal assistant. Etc. There is a humongous list of things and more than I could write down for this or wanted to. So just go straight to the task rabbit website. Look them up on Google again, folks. I'm not, I don't got the whole damn website here for you. It's an audio show. I don't have a link for you either. So fuck off. Just type it into Google, do a little work task rabbit, check them out. They have jobs in every freaking state, probably in your city, right next to you. Pick up an extra job on the side or a whole new workload of crap to do so you can get rid of your other job. I don't know. You make the best out of it. I'm giving you some tips and tricks here on how to make this work, right? So do your best. Use TaskRabbit or use the other two remote work specialists, Belay or Upwork. All right. Now let's move on to some other ideas. Do you have an unusual interest or expertise in some area? Could you create some content around that? Like doing what I'm doing, making a podcast or write a blog or maybe make videos for YouTube. Then monetize it via affiliates or sponsors. You got to consider this these days because there's a huge opportunity out there with all the mediums at our disposal to monetize content if you're a specialist in any area. You could be just like me. I'm not exactly doing some specialist area. I'm just trying to give value back to people by doing this podcast, hopefully delivering information that's interesting or useful to whoever listens, and they're having a great time and being entertained by it, and it's going to be reciprocal and come back to me through doing affiliates and sponsors in the future because right now, I haven't gotten in touch with any to make this work out so far, but there's all sorts of ways besides podcasts. Podcasts is probably one of the toughest, so I'm selecting one of the most difficult ways to do this. If you want some tips and tricks from some of the best in the industry, people that can hone you in on how to use these interests or expertise that you have to create content, I got a list of some people here you need to look up. They can help out with online marketing and podcasting, blogging, videos, how to use social media. So here goes some names for you. Amy Porterfield, Joe Polish, Russell Brunson, Brendan Burchard. His last name is B-U-R-C-H-A-R-D. Pat Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N, and the hardest name to spell, Gary Vaynerchuk. If you just put Gary V into Google, you'll find this guy, and he's got a foul mouth like me, so you'll know it when you listen to one of his videos or podcasts, and his podcast, I believe, is called the Gary V Experience, so kind of like the Joe Rogan Experience or something. Um, but Gary Vaynerchuk, let me give you how you spell Gary's last name. Vaynerchuk is V-A-Y-N-E-R-C-H-U-K. And he's one of my favorites, too. I love his attitude. I love how straightforward and vulnerable and honest he is. And he doesn't bullshit. He pulls no punches, and he will cuss you out to tell you you're doing the right or wrong thing. Love that about him. So check some of those people out if you need some help getting your marketing down or creating content or doing something like what I'm doing or reach out to me at contact keeping it real at gmail.com motherfucker. All right. So there you go. A whole list of resources for you. Another way of looking at this also is do you know anyone who's doing something similar to what you want to do? Is it somebody you can actually talk to? Then reach out. Ask for help. Maybe you can get a mentorship or support from them if you'll just simply pick up the phone or walk up and talk to them. 
Ask for help. Do it. Don't be scared. Don't be a chicken. If you reach out, if you just cast your line into the lake and see if you can reel in that fish, baby, try it. No, but seriously, I mean, come on. Just If you got somebody in mind, you know somebody nearby, you haven't a friend or know a friend of a friend or somebody in your family or anything that relates to what you're wanting to do, what you're passionate about, or an idea you have for making some money, and you just are too stubborn, too unwilling, too scared to reach out and talk to them, then you deserve to be stuck right where you're at, and you will never go anywhere else, and you will die with loads of regret. So there you go. Here's another thing you can do. This is the oldest trick in the book, man. The vision board trick. Make a vision board with your end goal of success and security. Map it out. What matters most to you? Is it fulfillment, security, financial freedom? Or do you need purpose and meaning in life? I mean, what's your why? You got to come up with emotional reasons because emotional reasons have more impact. I did an episode talking about a successful mindset that included this emotion gets you in motion so find the emotion behind why you're wanting to do what you're doing and then go with it so maybe your idea is different than everything I'm talking about maybe you don't want to work remotely for somebody else maybe you don't want to work locally for somebody else Um, Some of these other ideas just aren't clicking with you. You literally want your own business. You want it to be about your idea, but you don't have a fucking clue what you're going to do for a business, but you want to work for your own self. You want to be the one that sets the schedule and decides what's done every day. So how do you do that? You have to decide what are you passionate about? How can that even make money? Think about these things. You don't have to be a genius. How do you figure out what your passion is if you don't know, though? Okay, well, let's start off with drawing a circle on a piece of paper titled Passion and write everything you like doing, talking about, watching on TV, whatever. Just brainstorm and get your juices flowing and start writing. Don't overthink it. Whatever pops up, Put it in that motherfucking circle. Everything. Next, draw a circle on another piece of paper. Title talent. Write everything you have a talent for. And if you get stuck, here's a way to get out of that. Ask a friend or a family member. What am I good at? Or send them a text if you don't want to call them or go talk to them in person. And go deep, man. Write any and everything you get from them and whatever you can think of. If you start to see similarities in the passion circle and your talent circle, these are your indispensable opportunities. These are the things that you could do something with. This should give you ideas what you can do for a side hustle or even a full-fledged business, man. Come up with five ideas for a business out of that, if you can. And then figure out what the best one is, the main one that really gets you tingly inside, makes you excited. And then it never hurts to bounce these ideas back off of the friends and family that you used before. Just try not to think about how you're going to make money. Think how you can do what you love. What emotionally will be fulfilling and purposeful work, that will bring you the most money because you will put more into it. There will be a more, more emotional content behind your work that way. And remember, I keep telling you, emotion has motion in it. It's going to get you moving. So this is just great ideas to start. Places you can get started to find a new career, find a side hustle, or even start your own business. And ideas how to get it from the bottom of your heart, your passion. 
and your talents and bring them out and look at them on a piece of paper and go, I could make a, a business out of this. I could, I could definitely do something with this. That's all I'm trying to do is just get your juices flowing and help you thinking right now because right now is a time of fear and disdain for most people. Lots is going wrong. This virus and shutdowns and lockdowns and wear a mask and stay six foot apart from somebody. And people are losing their jobs and losing their houses and cars and families. And people are going insane right now because of all this shit. So if you are in that group of people that have been subjected to lots of hardship because of this crap the government's doing, then... Here's some ideas for you. Run with it. Don't just give up. Don't just become another statistic, another number. Every single person in this universe is unique, and that means you right now listening to this, there is something special about you. If you don't think there is, you just have not figured out what it is. That's why you need to ask someone else, because usually your friends or your family or somebody else will be able to tell you, oh, yeah, You're great at listening to people. Oh, yeah, you're a great artist. Oh, man, you're fantastic on the guitar. Oh, you're such a great computer coder. Whatever it is, sometimes you got to get outside of your own head and into some other people that know you and let them tell you for your own damn self because you're getting in your own fucking way. Take my advice in this episode. If you're needing any kind of a clue on how to find some new money in your life or get something going on, then the idea dump that just hit right here in this toilet, dig through it, see what you can find in the shit (laughs) and make the best out of it. Don't be complacent. Don't procrastinate. These are the regrets of the dying, my friend. Yep. There you go. So dig through that knowledge dump there that I just laid for you. Pick out all the little bits and pieces, all the yummy stuff that you can eat up and make something great out of. I know, it's a wonderful analogy. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode and it gave you some valuable information that you can use in your life going forward to make it better. Thanks for joining me today with Keeping It Real and I will see you on the next one. Please rate and review. Take care, folks. Keeping it real. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you. But please do all of this at your own.